This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions. Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany. And I'm your host, Andy, and each week we'll throw a dart at the map and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week, I landed on Alabama. Ooh, let's investigate. Yes, let us do that. So, this is a story of a missing teenager. Mm. Her name is Kimberly Arrington. Oh, I feel like I've heard that name. Uh, Probably this, I, I hope so. I really hope you've heard her name because this story is very sad. So, at 5 p.m. on October 30th, 1998, 16-year-old Kimberly Arrington was in the mood for something sweet. So, she told her mom that she was going to walk to the nearby pharmacy to get some candy and a soda. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think my mom held, was she? I don't think my mom would let me walk to the store. 16. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought yeah. she was way younger. No, no, no. She was she, a teenager. So I, I definitely could see it. She um wants some sweet. She actually, uh, we'll get into it a little bit, but she had her own like little babysitting gig on the side. So she was making extra money oh, okay. on the side. So she was, you know. A responsible adult. Yeah. Going child. <laughs> take her money that she that she made and go get a Twix. And go get a Twix and a, and a Coke. <laughs> I get it. Sounds like some teenage stuff that you'd do. Uh-huh. <laughs> After she left her home in Montgomery, Alabama, she promised that she would be back shortly. Kim was last seen walking towards CVS. It's unclear if she ever made it that far. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Because Kim never uh, Kim never returned home that day, and she was never seen again. Uh, She was an excellent student at Jefferson Davis High School, where she was a sophomore. In fact, she loved school and was particularly interested in learning more about computers and technology. Mm. Outside of school, Kim would babysit in order to make some extra spending money, and her friends uh, described her as being fun to be around and someone who was always in a good mood. One important thing to note about Kim as well is that she was friendly to everyone that she met, and she always strived to see the good in people. And this actually is why they think that may have played a role in her being abducted. Right. I honestly, I I think that's good and well, and people should tr- tell their children to treat everyone with respect. Yeah. But also be wary of people. Absolutely. You got, you have to, you have to be cautious around people that you've never seen before. Like instantly when, as soon as I read that, the first thing that I thought of was Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. um, how he would often trick people, good hearted people who were just trying to be a good Samaritan and help this man with a broken arm get a couch into his van and then he would attack them and drive off with them in the van. Oh my gosh. So I could see that definitely being maybe what happened, but we just don't know. We don't know. So Kim failed to return home uh, by 5.45 p.m. and her parents started to get worried, obviously. Mm -hmm. She left, you know, 45 minutes prior. If you're just going to the pharmacy that's like right around the corner to get like a candy bar and a soda, you should be back in like 20 minutes. Yeah, at the most. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm, I got short legs, so maybe 25. <laughs> but. but so Kim was usually extremely reliable. If she said she was going to walk to CVS and then come straight home, that is exactly what she would do. She mm-hmm. wouldn't deviate from what she told her parents she was doing. Uh, they spent several hours searching the neighborhood for any sign of her. But by 8 p.m., they were convinced that something had happened to their daughter. 
Yeah, obviously. Yeah. This is when they decided to notify the Montgomery Police Department, and they went ahead and reported Kim missing. Kim's parents were certain that the teenager had been abducted, but the police weren't so sure. Investigators canvassed the route Kim would likely have taken from her home to CVS, but found nothing to indicate that any sort of struggle had taken place. There were no disturbances found in the grass, and none of Kim's belongings were located. Detectives believed that Kim had likely gone off with some friends and just lost track of time. And obviously her parents were like, no, she doesn't doesn't do that. Right. I don't understand why the police department, we've seen this so many times where they're like, my child's missing. And then the police department's like, no, they probably just ran away. Yeah. Like, even if they are hanging out with somebody, Mm -hmm. I would rather call a four alarm fire. Yeah, To absolutely. make sure then have to wait the 24 hours. Absolutely. And that's that's the other thing, too, that's super frustrating. And just to play, like, the devil's advocate, I guess, like parents always want to believe the good in their child. Right. They ask anybody, and everybody's parents be like, no, my kid is, like, the best behaved. They would uh-huh. never do this. They would never do that. Like, I'm sure they hear it all the time. Uh-huh. But in this instance, like, when you actually learn, like, the parents' story and, like, the stories of Kim, that does seem highly unlikely yeah. that she would just go off and hang out with her friends and not tell her parents. Right. So they started contacting Kim's friends, but they were unable to find any one single person who had seen her that day. Mm. As the night wore wore on without any word from Kim, detectives started to reevaluate their runaway theory. Finally. Didn't take long, but, you know, not soon enough, in my opinion. Kim had never stayed out late without first telling her parents where she was going to be. Even if uh, she had detoured on her way home to visit a friend, there was no way that she would have remained there for hours without calling her parents. Oh, yeah. So detectives decided that it was time to re-canvas the the route that Kim uh, should have taken to CVS. And at this point, they decided to knock on doors and interview residents and nearby neighbors. Not a single person was able to recall seeing Kim that afternoon. And no one reported hearing any sort of scuffle or disturbance. Kim had intended to walk to the CVS pharmacy that was located on the corner of Forest and 3rd Street. But investigators were unable to determine if she ever made it that far because the pharmacy did not have surveillance cameras cameras in 1998 yeah and none of the employees remembered seeing kim in the store that day is this a small town or is it a big town or like big montgomery i think is pretty yeah pretty big yeah and this is so kim's father is walter errington and he like steadily believes that his daughter was abducted that day Uh he noted that kim was extremely friendly and trusting as we said before and if someone had pulled over and asked her for directions or some kind of help she most likely would have approached the vehicle willingly Mm. it would have been relatively easy for someone to then grab her and force her to get into their car. Walter feared this was exactly what had happened to his daughter. It's so hard because, like I said earlier, it's like you want your kid to be that person and to be a helpful person yeah, and to be a caring person. Absolutely. And unfortunately, there's just not great people out there that take advantage of that. Yes. Very sad. Detectives interviewed dozens of people, including Kim's family members, friends, classmates, and all the residents who live between Kim's home and the pharmacy. They then decided to compile a list of all known sex offenders in the area, interrogated every single one. Unfortunately, investigators were never able to find a single person who recalled seeing Kim on the day she disappeared. They have no idea how far from home Kim was when she ran into trouble. So they don't know. Like, and that's what's that's what's frustrating, right? Is like, you know, like 
this is point A and this is point B. Right. But like you don't know where things went wrong. And it's a lot of surface area to try and cover and try to find any kind of evidence of any kind. But if it was around the corner, that's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like how did no one see it, see anything? Because mm-hmm. literally I'm, I'm thinking about a block and to walk from one corner to another corner and not a single person seeing her but like i mean i guess i see my neighbors walking past my house like throughout the day and like i don't really pay any mind to it like i couldn't tell you what time i saw them walking past my house yeah I because mean, you would see it like I, I usually i catch it out of the corner of my eye and then i'll look and then i just go about my day but it's definitely not something that like i like remember but is that because of the time in our lives is because we're so consumed by other electronics and in the 90s like they only really had tvs not cell phones like that that's true and so and like game boys and Mm -hmm. whatever we have now (laughs) game boys nintendo switches (laughs) playstation 5s xbox uh ataris i'm just kidding ataris (laughs) but like maybe that was more noticed when people would walk by and say hi mary like yeah you know i i don't know i wasn't right so investigators decide to make several public appeals for information they were hoping that some good samaritan might have witnessed something unusual that may help them break the case, but they were never able to find any solid leads. Mm-hmm. Detectives admitted that they had no potential suspects or a person of interest in Kim's disappearance and the investigations stalled completely. In an effort to keep information flowing, Kim's parents hired a private investigator and they helped them track down leads. And unfortunately, nothing came of it. To the best of their efforts, nothing, no information ever came forward. One year after Kim went missing, Montgomery Police Department uh, decided it was time to ask the FBI for some assistance. Mm -hmm. The FBI found nothing to indicate that foul play had taken place. They didn't believe that Kim had voluntarily run away from her family. Oh, my gosh. So that's that's so hard, right? Because you're like, yeah, there's no evidence that like this happened, but I don't think that she left willingly. Yeah. And that's like how heartbreaking is that to tell a parent that? Right. That, yeah, you're probably right. She was abducted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like. But we can't do anything about it. Yeah, there's we have no information. There's literally nothing we can do. Rumors started circulating that Kim had run off with an older man, but detectives found absolutely no evidence of this and didn't believe Kim would have been able to hide something like this from her family. Her disappearance was a baffling one. <laughs> they were unable to conclude if Kim was dead, but there was nothing to suggest that she was still alive. In Kim's family, um, she was the uh, Kim was the middle sibling, and she was a family of five children. Mm-hmm. So Kim was extremely close to all of her brothers and sisters and none of them knew any information about Mm. these rumors that were going around like that's just not information that I don't think like it sounds like that if she had been seeing somebody especially like an older man or whatever or anybody at all Mm -hmm. her siblings were would be the ones to know well it's just a rumor mill yeah Kim's family was extremely disturbed by her disappearance Uh, her younger sister even Jennifer had an especially hard time dealing with the loss of Kim because Jennifer was was asked to walk to CVS with Kim that day. And she said that she didn't want to. So she believes that if she had gone with Kim, that she may never have disappeared. Or she might have been gone too. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's just guilt. Of course it is. Because it's like if... 
if you could have done anything different that day, that's something big that you could have done differently. Like, and, I could have gone with her. And that's going to haunt her for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, you could have been gone, too. So what is the point? Yeah. Unfortunately, Kim's mother, Shirley, she never fully recovered after Kim went missing. Obviously. Um, her health remained very poor, and she died in 2005. Mm. Friends believe that she died of a broken heart. That's so sad. While she was on her deathbed, she made her husband promise that he would never stop looking for their daughter, Kimberly. And Walter did keep that promise. He says that he can still clearly recall the last conversation he had with Kim. He was leaving for work that morning, and Kim was happily chattering about her plans to use her babysitting money to buy Christmas gifts for her family members. Despite the fact that Christmas was still two months away, she was extremely excited about the presents that she decided to purchase. Walter had promised he would take Kim shopping at some point. There was no way he he could have known that he would never see his daughter again. Although detectives were unable to obtain Kim's DNA, they collected DNA samples from Walter and one of Kim's sisters. These samples have been submitted to the national database and are available for comparison with any unidentified bodies matching Kim's description. Her family has held on to the hope that Kim is still alive. They have prepared themselves for the the possibility that she was murdered. Mm -hmm. In 2004, her sister Jennifer gave birth to a daughter and named her after her missing sister. Oh, that's so sweet. And as... I feel like the past couple stories that I've done, there's always been some kind of psychic connection to this. Mm, oh, man. Okay. Um, so Walter decided, um, actually, I don't know if Walter engaged the psychic or the psychic reached out to them. But a psychic one uh, told Walter that Kim was very well alive and well with two children of her own. But she has no memory of her life before she was abducted at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. Although he knows that this is an unlikely scenario, Walter remains committed to finding his daughter and bringing her. <laughs> home oh man of course so let's see here just uh i actually have the description of like the missing persons Mm -hmm. portfolio yeah read it um kimberly errington was 16 years old when she went missing in 1998 she was she has brown eyes and black hair and at the time of her disappearance she was five feet two inches tall and weighed 120 pounds she was last seen wearing light blue levi jeans a gray bugle boy shirt and white reebok sneakers with gray trim She was also wearing a gold ring containing an emerald with two diamonds on each side and a gold double heart ring with a diamond. She has a small surgical scar on the left side of her abdomen. If you have any information about Kim, please contact the Montgomery Police Department. Mm, Please, please, please. Yeah. So that is and it's actually uh, there's they have the what do they call it? Like the pictures time progression. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The time uh, progression to see what she would look like today. Mm -hmm. And um, that's so sad. I think yours and mine last week, we just don't have a lot of information and there was just nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to do these stories on people that don't have a lot of information involved. But that's why we're doing these stories. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the importance of still talking about these stories especially the ones that have little to no information because we want to find information we hope something's going to come up we need to keep talking about them otherwise they're just gonna sit like the file's just gonna sit there and nobody's gonna look at it anymore amen well thank you for listening to unsolved america head on over to facebook and instagram and follow us at unsolved america mvp and be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform if you need to contact us please email unsolved america mvp at gmail.com we'll talk to you next week this has been an mvp podcast my village productions 